So, Mr. Newton, how did the idea of universal gravity come to you? There in the garden of Woolsthorpe Manor, half a century after the event, the elderly natural philosopher, now the most famous personage of his day, sitting across the table from William Stukeley, the young clergyman and archaeologist who has set himself the formidable task of writing the first biography of Isaac Newton. The stream burbles at the bottom of the garden, and lambs bleat at random intervals in the field beyond. A raven lands on the lush orchard grass before them, pecks at nothing in particular, and takes wing again. The old man ponders the question, sweeps his long white hair back from his face, then says, Mr. Stukeley, you see that tree yonder? I do. In the spring of 1666, on a warm day not unlike this, I was seated in this very spot, jotting in my notebook, when an apple fell from the tree. But great men are apt to concoct their own legends. The story of the apple was indeed told by Newton, close to the end of his life, in the garden of Woolsthorpe Manor, Lincolnshire. After dinner, the weather being warm, we went into the garden and drank tea under the shade of some apple trees, wrote Stukeley in Memoirs of Sir Isaac Newton's Life, published in 1752. He told me he was just in the same situation as when formerly the notion of gravitation came into his mind. It was occasioned by the fall of an apple as he sat in contemplative mood. Why should that apple always descend perpendicularly to the ground, thought he to himself. The truth, however, is that Newton never once mentioned the tale of the falling apple in the half-century after his discovery of the universal law of gravity. Was it true? Or did Newton, his creative days far behind him, and his mind now occupied by his legacy, simply see the potential of the story to burn itself into the popular imagination and ensure his immortality. Three apples changed the world, someone tweeted on the death of Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple Computers. Adam's apple, Newton's apple, and Steve's apple. Nobody knows what led Newton to make his critical connection between heaven and earth between the force of gravity pulling on the moon and the force of gravity pulling on an apple. All we know is that the genesis of Newton's universal law of gravity came at a truly horrific time, described so vividly by Daniel Defoe in Journal of the Plague Year. In August 1665, bubonic plague was raging in London. So great was the dread of contamination that in Cambridge, 55 miles to the northeast, the university was closed. Newton, 22 years old, unremarkable, unknown, made the trek by foot, by horse-drawn cart, back to his family farm in Woolsthorpe. There he remained secluded for 18 months, during which time he not only discovered the universal law of gravity, but changed the face of science.